how do we enter into the divine romance with God? So it's an interesting way to think about it. There's other ways to think about it, but that love and connection with God. See, when most of us think of romance, we think of it as a drama. There's passion, there's games, there's courting, there's playing hard to get, there's all the sorts of games. Then of course there's jealousy, then there's even anger sometimes, there's frustration. We all know what, what romance is like. But when we talk about divine romance with God, it's not about a superficial level of drama. It's not about a game of hard to get. It's not about a game of jealousy and anger. Rather, what it's about is that that coming together of two into one. Now, when we talk about the romance, a lot of times that comes out of the, the beautiful and sacred bhakti tradition, the tradition of Lord Krishna, the gopis, the tradition of the beautiful full moon dances where Lord Krishna manifests himself in an infinite number of forms and dances with all of the gopis. The divine play, the Leela. But that, that has a very sacred and very special meaning to it. When we know we are one, but we come together as two re-becoming one, there is a joy and ecstasy that those in the bhakti tradition consciously engage in, even knowing we're one with God. So here's what it looks like. On all of our deepest, highest, most fundamental core levels, when our meditation is real and deep, when our awakening is real, we know we are one with God. We know there's no distinction. We know there's no place that I end and God begins. We feel God every minute, every moment, every breath in the breath, as the breath. We see the divine everywhere. We recognize there is no place. Anything ends and God begins, it's all God. And being in love feels really beautiful. And so when we look at the bhakti tradition, what we call sometimes the dualist tradition. 
It's a tradition that consciously, knowingly says, yeah, yeah, I know it's all God. And being in love feels so good. So God doesn't mind. Look, Bhagwan Krishna became not only one in form, but so many in form, such that every one of the gopis, every one of the devotees could actually have her own Lord Krishna to dance with, could actually have her own divine Leela play with Krishna. So God is, God is very compassionate. God doesn't mind. Do we pray to God, worship God, see God, experience God within our own hearts as one in every breath, in every leaf, in every molecule? Or do we see God as the beloved and ourselves as the lover? And do we use that power of love to get closer and closer and closer to God? And that's this path of bhakti, of devotion. And yeah, sure, you can think of it as a divine romance. But if you do, think about it as a romance the way that the divine Leela of Krishna is a romance. It's not about passion. It's not about sensual pleasures. It's not about momentary ecstasy that builds and peaks and is over in a few minutes. It's about the ecstasy of two becoming one. It's about the ecstasy of truly coming back into that oneness. And so to live in that divine romance is, oh God, come to me. Puja Swamiji sings this beautiful song, Meto Kabse Teri Sharan Mehun, Meri Orto Bi Dhyande. Oh God, I've been waiting for you for so long. Please, please just pay a little attention to me. That's the, that's the divine romance. Oh God, I've been waiting and yearning. Oh God, don't look at everyone else. Pay a little attention to me. That's the divine romance. And then, like Lord Krishna became so many for all the gopis, be able to see God everywhere. This, this game of hide and seek. Oh God, there you are in the leaf. There you are in the tree. There you are in the bird. There you are in the mountain. There you are in this being in front of me. Oh God. 
come to me. Let that be the divine romance if, if you want to worship in that way. But let it be a romance that permeates every minute of your day and that brings you into that, that divine Leela. It's not about a way to excuse sexual promiscuity as spirituality. Tragically, a lot of people have that misconception. Oh, I'm just romancing God through all of these one-night stands. That is not what we mean, what anyone means by the divine romance. Rather, it's about I am able to experience God in all of creation and have that two becoming one in every breath, in every smell of the flower, in every chanting of God's name. And whatever I do becomes an offering to God becomes that courting of God. So are you doing your dharma, your duty, your job? Can that be a way of getting closer to God or courting God? You're doing your prayers, your puja. That's a way of courting God. You're making dinner for the family. You're cleaning the floor. You're sweeping. That's a way of courting God. Like Shabudi, knowing from this path, from that path, from this path, Bhagwan Ram is coming. That's what we mean by the divine romance. That every minute of your life becomes an opportunity for two to become one.